Hello, this is Reverend Jason DeVoe speaking from Fordham Congregational Church here in Cambridgeshire. It is uh, the 6th of April and um, we're now coming into week three of isolation. I'm hoping that this podcast finds people well who are listening in and uh, your week ahead is looking good for you. I, I know it's been another difficult weekend. I know the sun has been shining. I know people have wanted to go outside and uh, be able to do things, I guess, what would be seen as their normal activity, sunbathing, going for a walk, hitting the beach, because it's the first, if you like, warm weather of spring. And, uh, you know, I, I understand that and uh, I respect that. Uh, the the weather, I guess, is unexpected. And funnily enough, that's what I'm going to talk about uh, for the next few minutes about the unexpected. Um, when these things happen, are we ready for them? Um, it, it's been very, very difficult because people obviously want to go outside and enjoy themselves. The government are saying to people, please stay at home. It saves lives, which I totally agree with. Um, but, um, you know, it's the unexpected. We have to continue doing things within the realms of what we've been told within isolation, which is, again, an unexpected situation. We might have been looking forward to the warmer weather a few weeks ago, looking forward to the spring, looking forward to go on our walks or go on our bicycles, go to the beach, uh, just, just to chill. And uh, yet here we are again uh, in a situation where uh, we're in un- an unexpected territory. But unexpected is is uh, very much um, part of life and um, part of who we are as Christians as well for those who listen who are Bible-believing Christians, but also for those in the world who would say they're not Christians. We can't get away from the unexpected. I want to read a little bit from the Bible uh, for everyone. It's from the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel 24, verses 1 to 8. And it's about uh, King David. Um, and King Saul. David wasn't quite king at the time. Saul was still the king, uh, but people favoured David, and Saul was out for David's life. And it continues by saying this, Now it happened when Saul had returned from following the Philistines that it was told him, saying, Take note, David is in the wilderness of Enjedi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men from Israel and went to seek David and his men on the, rocky, uh, sorry, on the rocks of the wild goats. So he came to the sheepfolds by the road where there was a vast cave and Saul went in to attend his needs. In other words, he had a poo. David and his men were staying in the recess of the cave. Then the men of David said to him, This is the day of which the Lord had said, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand that you may do to him as it seems good to you. And David arose and secretly cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterwards afterwards that David's heart troubled him because he had cut Saul's robe. And he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants and those words uh, sorry, with these words, and did not allow them to rise against Saul. And Saul got up from the cave and went on his way. Now David also arose afterwards and went out of the cave and called out to Saul, saying, My Lord the King. And when Saul looked down behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed down. Now there you are, that was unexpected. It's a story about someone who wanted to kill someone, and the person who wanted to kill the opportunity to kill the other one, if you like and therefore but didn't do it 
and uh, that's incredibly unexpected. It's unexpected for two or three reasons. We un- the first one is we find very openly uh, about the situation of Saul um, being a human being. He needs to relieve himself. Some versions say he just went into the cave. Other versions of the Bible said he went to relieve himself. And when I said he had a poo, I was in a bit of it flippant because he, he could have been either. Um, does, it, does it really matter? But the point being was he was there and he was vulnerable. And David, with his men, saw them going to the cave and had the opportunity to go and kill Saul, who had been pursuing David and his men. And David went into the cave and realised it was the wrong thing to do, which is unexpected because he thought he was going in there to kill Saul and cut off a corner of his cloak. But even that was too much. But the bigger unexpected thing was that after Saul had left, instead of just remaining hidden, David decided to come out and confront Saul and tell him what he'd gone and done. For even though this man was out to kill him, he he realised that he had no right to do so because Saul was still the Lord's anointed. He was the king of the people. And he he, he showed him the cut-off piece of his cloak and and said he was sorry, basically bowed down and acknowledged him still as king. And uh, the story goes on very briefly that Saul lets him go on his way, but it never ends there because Saul's jealousy continues and then he goes off to try and kill David again. And and it goes on back in, in through the book of Samuel. But what is unexpected to us today? We we have so many unexpected things going on. We weren't expecting this virus, clearly. And uh, it just happened. Uh, and then we had a num- number of other unexpected issues. Things like... I'm not going to go on about the toilet thing too much. We had the toilet roll issue. Everyone went out and mass bought toilet rolls. Why? Why did people buy toilet rolls? It's because they were scared that there wouldn't be any left. Is it because uh, you know they thought they end up with a bad stomach with the flu- with this virus, the flu sort of effects of it? Who knows? But then that was unexpected. Suddenly, toilet rolls more than anything else. But then everybody then started to panic buy. Now, you might think it was unexpected, but it would have been a month ago, if you think about it. It would have been unexpected. You wouldn't think middle class, middle, well, I say middle class, I shouldn't say that because it sounds very classist. But, but, but middle of the road, I meant to say, citizens would just go straight into the supermarkets and, and, and literally have punch-ups to get the, what they needed for them and their family. It was me, myself and I. And for me, I suppose I thought us bigger than that and it was unexpected. Maybe you didn't think that, but it, it was unexpected for a lot of people. And then something good came of being the unexpected. The government asked for NHS volunteers and unexpectedly, or maybe expectantly, depending on course which camp you sit in, uh, you know, thousands of volunteers came forward, which is awesome. The, 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 un, the unknown army, if you like, uh, to support the backbone of this country, which is the NHS. And that was wonderful. And, and I think to some people unexpected, especially how many came forward so quick. Absolutely outstanding. And then the government also uh, said we'll help with businesses and and self-employment, etc. And maybe a lot of businesses, and especially the self-employed, because they thought at first they were going to get a very bad deal, didn't realise this was going to happen and and received the unexpected. That There is this payout, there is this help uh, for for people out there. And as much as it might not help everybody, and there are people still moaning and complaining about it, especially some in the gutter press, uh, which I shouldn't really get involved with because it's political, if you like. But it, I, I, it drives me mad when people are trying to do their best and you've got so-called journalists sitting on the side writing tittle-tattle. It doesn't help anybody. 
But, uh, you know, the government, as I said before, are doing the best. They're the people in charge and, and they're helping. But it's unexpected. When people went to the Brexit thing a couple of months ago, which seems like a, a you know a millennia ago now, and, um, you know, people made their choice of, of how they wanted the country governed and, and to come out of the EU, etc., etc. No one ever thought in a million years that the, the government they, they were talking against would actually help people. Possibly question mark i think politically that's where people stand to a certain degree but here we are here's the unexpected and people are trying to help people which you know is the unexpected thing not the politics let's just take the politics out of it and just use the word the unexpected and then over the weekend you know we we hear about the amount of people are now starting to die including a, a blessed bless them a, a five-year-old child from a family and uh, you know, for me, hearing this, I've got a, a little boy going on five. Um, it was unexpected, and I tell you, it put me on my back foot. Put me on my back foot completely. Uh, and I know it's not just about children being ill or passing away; it's about adults and, and older people as well, etc., etc., etc. But it puts you on your back foot. You realise how serious this is, and it it, it causes it to be unexpected for me to actually hear that and to receive it in the way I did and I'm very sure thousands upon thousands of the rest of us across this country and it was kind of expected but then unexpected that people went out over the weekend and you can't blame people if they're in a city situation in in lockdown little flats with no garden nowhere to go of course they want to go for a stroll of course if the sun's out they're going to probably try to lay out in the sun for a couple of hours and it's a natural thing although we should be locked down I'm not trying to say that was the right thing to do either um but it was a lot of unexpected stuff and behaviour which people maybe were expecting something else. Still unexpected. And then sadly our Prime Minister, um, Boris Johnson, has got sick and taken to hospital now. And uh, it came out late last night, later in the evening. Um, on, it pinged up on my phone, funnily enough. And uh, again, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was in recovery. And uh, as much as you might not uh, vote conservative, or you might be pro-conservative, um, and I don't, as I said before, get involved politically. These are just statements I'm making in the sense of unexpected situations. Um, but as a Christian man, he's the leader of this country, and I will pray, and we should be praying for those who believe, for his recovery. Because he's there because God so wills it at this time, not because we don't like it, what's going on, stamping our feet and jumping up and down uh, like children in a playground. Uh, we, we need to be praying for those who are sick, not just Boris Johnson, clearly, but all those who are sick in this country, regardless of, of political policy, uh, gender, um, sexuality, uh, age, uh, creed, colour, etc., etc. We should just be praying for people that God is going to going to do a miracle in their lives and restore them. So that was unexpected. The, the, the Prime Minister got sick amongst many other thousands of people. And the big question is, because we're une- things, are un- things are unexpected, are we ready? And you might say, are we ready for what? Are we ready for the tsunami? Are we ready for the end? Are we ready for things to get any better or for anything worse? I don't know. And I keep using that that statement, I know, very sweepingly and very glibly because I don't know. But what I do know is that, as I keep saying, there is a, a plot, a, a way we can plot ahead, a way we can see the future, uh, a way that we can start to plan now for things so they can get back on track later. 
and uh, as as the unexpected comes to visitors that it won't it won't shock us too much because we are prepared in our hearts for for more unexpected behavior and more unexpected situations in this time but to be expectant that uh, we know that we can kneel down and bend the knee to Jesus and I believe that Jesus will see us through this um, in one shape form or another and it might be something you might be listening to and struggling with thinking that's a load of claptrap I don't believe this um, and I can't force people to believe that but um, Jesus is the calm in the storm Jesus is the expected within the unexpected be at peace today be at peace as we go through this next week and bless you and uh, my, my prayers for everyone who listens and, and those who don't is that God will keep his, his hand firmly upon us and take us through this storm to the other side and to a, to a world where maybe we don't have to worry so much about the unexpected even though it will probably continue to happen regardless thanks for listening uh, you take care of yourselves stay safe speak to you again soon thank you